1: Hi, my name is Dora.
2: And I am k Sanga,
1: And welcome to a very special episode of Radio Headspace. Mm -hmm. So today I wanted to do something a little different. And as someone with a guy best friend and an older brother, I've been thinking a lot about men's mental health. And I thought it made sense to bring k Sanga on to talk more about it.
2: Well, thank you for turning to me for (laughs) some guidance. I'm always happy to help.
1: Well, I wanted to talk to you today about crying. Okay. Specifically, men crying. And this was actually inspired by some time I spent teaching at a resort in Arizona during the holidays.
2: And crying amongst men came up.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, and this resort, it was in Arizona, like in the desert?
1: Yeah, we were out in the desert and... It was so fascinating. As I was teaching, I was noticing that all the men that attended my classes were quite emotional and tearing up. Mm. And, you know, when I think about us being in a room full of strangers, the fact that men felt more vulnerable to cry among strangers than with their family or friends... And it left me thinking about how can we create more space for men in our lives to cry? Yeah. What does that look like? How can we do it? How can we support them? How can we support you? (laughs) Um, And how can men feel like they can be their true, authentic self?
2: I think that would be um, really, really powerful because as men, we all experience strong emotions. Mm. and I can only speak for myself.
1: Yeah. You said something really important that I want to touch on for people that are listening and tuning in, but we're speaking from our own experience. Sure. So when we talk about men or me as a woman, like I'm really talking from a black woman's experience as well as you, Kes, you're talking from your black Mm -hmm. male experience and everyone's experience is different.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: But I think that whatever you identify as, that healthy expression is what makes the world a healthier and happier place.
2: Spot on, Dora. Spot on.
1: So, Kes, I know that you haven't been enlightened all these years. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't... I don't know if I'm Um, enlightened now, Dora.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But tell me about pre-mindfulness meditation, Kess. How was it expressing your emotions or feeling your feelings?
2: Yeah, it was, um, as many of you may or may not know, I'm from New York City. I grew up in the Bronx, um, a place called Castle Hill. And my entire family is originally from the Caribbean. And all the men in my family are very, uh, how can I say, macho, or they had that machismo thing about them, you know? And I've never really seen any of them cry except at funerals. Mm. But the most influential man out of all of them was my father. Mm. He definitely had that machismo <laughs> that machismo thing also. I definitely received those messages as many young Black people Black boys, you know, suck it up. Well, I'll, I'll give you something to cry about. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard that.
1: <laughs> <your> yeah. <laughs>
2: <door. laughs> Stop that crying or I'll give you something to cry about, you know. Yeah. So that was something that um, I definitely heard frequently mm. in, in my house. But um, it's curious because I remember as I got older, my father decided to go back to school to get his master's. mm and that's when I started to see a shift as far as emotional... I don't know, I guess emotional maturity, maybe. Mm. But I remember one specific incident that really speaks to how this emotional maturity, this emotional transition occurred. Mm. When I was a bit heartbroken in high school over a girl, I was acting out in the house, just irritated. And I remember my, my sister teased me about something... And my mother intervened and told me to just go and take out the garbage or something. And I said no. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, everything stopped in the house. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Mm. And I was just so full of fury. I was emotionally immature. I didn't know where it was coming from. And I, and I felt the tears coming. And I don't know where my father came from. Yeah. But he swooped in. Like, mm. kind of like shielded my mother.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I, he swooped in and yeah. grabbed my hand, but he mm. was cool as a cucumber and mm. said, Come here, K okay, let's go to the living room. And we sat down on the couch and he just sat there and looked at me. And my, my father has these very penetrating eyes. Mm. And he just looked at me. And when I tell you I felt the emotion bubbling up. Mm. And in the ne- without saying a word, without saying a yeah. word, he opened up his arms. And he hugged me yeah. and literally said, "Just let it out." Wow. Dora, that was it. That that <laughs> was it. When I tell you, those tears just came. Yeah. Because he like he gave me permission. Mm. You know, and and literally for like, maybe like five, ten minutes, I just was bawling.
1: Yeah.
2: And he was rubbing my back. He was like, it's okay. Okay, so just let it out. Just let it out. Mm. You know, there wasn't a lecture. There wasn't any scolding. Yeah. There was just permission Mm. to just cry it out. Yeah. You know, and that was a huge, huge turning point in my life.
1: So... The obvious question here is, how do we give men more space to cry?
2: So again, I can only speak for myself here. Yeah. But if I know that it's okay to cry in a certain space, Mm. then that in and of itself makes a huge difference. Like, for instance, with my wife, if if I know that I can cry in front of my wife, which I do know, she holds that space for me. That's a huge game changer. Yeah. You know, she has literally and explicitly told me so. And she mm-hmm. has proven I I've, I've cried with my wife before. You know, if I did have a son, just as I do with my daughters, I would do the same thing. I would explicitly let them know that it's perfectly okay to cry mm-hmm. if you need to.
1: That's so powerful. I think it's the reminder because sometimes <laughs> we just forget and yeah. mm-hmm. you know, really allowing you to cry and express yourself I was dating this guy and one time we were talking and it was kind of uncomfortable to see him start tearing up. And the initial reaction was for me to jump in and like try to save him Mm. or like do something to ease my own discomfort. Mm. And I think that's important for women or other people who are supporting people in their own emotional maturity journeys is to recognize that discomfort within yourself because for that person it may not be uncomfortable but for mm-hmm. you it's like ooh this is this is weird this is awkward You're like right. what You're do right. i need to do but sometimes just being there and witnessing someone is so helpful which goes beyond offering advice at times
2: holding that space is everything it really <laughs> is just just being there just yeah. being there and you know may, maybe offering some tissues mm. for that snot and all of that mucus that might come up <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: My friend slash therapist at times slash <laughs> teacher. Thank you so much, Kes, for joining me today.
2: Oh Dora, anytime, anytime. This was this was a pleasure. And um I hope we can do this again. This was this is really awesome.
1: Yeah, me too. As always, thank you so much for being here and I will see you back here soon.